Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Top five dressed NFL players. Him. Okay. I'm Travis. in the mix. Travis, Travis is definitely in the Kelsey. mix. Travis Kelsey, you like Travis uh, like that? He be coming with some sh. He be coming? Probably placed. D Hop got his own swag. I have a swag. I love D Hop. Hey, here's one for you, Jamal Adams. Yeah. Ooh. I know who you work with, too. Oh, you know who he worked with? The guy. Can yeah. you send him to Chan? I don't <laughs> need nobody sending Bro, you need help, bro. What, what is your those pants? Out? Just a little. Look at these can we, pants. Can we see? Let me check the, the brand. <laughs> bro, hey, let me check the brand, bro. <laughs> bro, I don't, I don't know what brand it is. What's that? My drawers be... My, draw, my drawers... <laughs> embellished. Yeah, you got it right. What's an embellished? That boy got embellished on. We had to fight to get a meal. Yeah, wrongfully accused. We had to fight to get a pill. Why we right to get a deal He on the team, he gotta eat, you know Despite, despite your skills, fat Keep it riding for the fam You gotta like the wiggin' wheel straight up But in the past bad Work up in the trash bag I'll pass a lot to take the test Before I pass class Yeah, And my family needed bread I had to come correct That's why I keep airing it out Like I just passed gas So we got we, we got the dogs on Stefan Diggs my man with your leather hat on. Mm-hmm. I don't like it, but it is what it is. You joining already? I, I, was, I was just asking. I was just, yeah, you got your leather, leather hat on. I'm talking about your pants later. You were good. I see your hamstrings, Jarvis Landry. I see yeah. your hamstrings in your pants. I had to show them. <laughs> and they're immaculate, but I have never seen tight jeans that tight. What are they? Immaculate, but he put Vaseline on his legs to get them on. Mm-hmm. But since we got the two of the best receivers in the league, I would say respect y'all's game. Got to start it off. What'd you, what'd you call it? Be messy? Oh, yeah. I got to get messy. Best corner in the league. When y'all line up against the best corner in the league, we got Gilmore. You know what I'm saying? We got Xavier Howard. He was a pro bowl. We got the dog. When y'all line up against each other. Ramsey. Ramsey. Oh, yeah. Jalen, my man Jalen. I, I talked to him. He going to come on the show. So y'all know he, he going to defend himself. Yeah. As they all Bad, should. Baddest thing in the league. What y'all got? I don't even know if I... I, I mean... I, I just think of list a couple names for you. I I I know Ramsey, Denzel Ward. He gonna give his teammate love. No, Denzel, I'm straight. I'm just I'm just his letting you know. Straight. I'm just letting you know. Humphrey straight. Humphrey Humphrey nice. That's a tough three. Yeah. Same. I mean, my three. Xavier Howard in my three. Yeah. I mean, he consistently grabs. Yeah, dog. Grabbing ten picks a year is not easy. Uh, Marlon Humphrey's in there. I think Jalen Ramsey in there, but. I think you should. I didn't play against him. You know, I watched him on tape though, and I respect his game as Stephon Gilmore. So what 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 determines that? I didn't play re- you you three guys play receiver. What you know, people ask me all the time, who who's your the best linebacker you ever play, right? And I I I, I determined my answer, you know, by how he was just super glued on me. Run pass, whatever it might be. How do you determine who's the best cornerback? Is it you know, because some guys play soft coverage and you're like, man. You play zone all day. You ain't a dog. You play, yeah. but is it man? Is it zone? Like what is it? To say that, to answer that question, I would say this too. Only one of the only one person out of all the people that we name is traveling, and going into the slot, going to left, and going to right. And Who's that Jalen, person? Jalen Ramsey. He's the only person that's really like traveling like that. I that I've really figured out like. Gilmore ain't traveling like that. I mean, I'm 
I think he I didn't play against him because uh his past year I think he was hurt twice. So uh he didn't play. But when I watched on tape, he was traveling. He even followed George Kittle at one time. So I know he do travel. But I know Xavier Howard do travel too. Like he played the first time we played him, he was covering John Brown. Like that was our first time me ever playing Miami. But he followed John Brown and I was like, I mean, it's whatever. But So what did they do? Did they did they follow John Brown and then double you? Well, they originally had Byron Jones on me, but Byron Jones put his groin like the second play of the game. Like I remember, I remember I missed a, a touchdown. Byron was nice, bro. He had good size as far as like movement wise. What pissed me off, right? So I'm I'm a, I'm an old head now. So since I retired, when I played, I ain't know nothing about fantasy football. Yeah. But since I've been retired, I play. I got like five, six leagues. I'm in five, six <laughs> leagues. It's, it's, it's crazy. You all in? Like so, I I. I I, you know what I'm saying? I know you're a dog, but I'm like, damn, he in Buffalo. You ain't grab me? Hold up. Let me tell you why. Because <laughs> it's a method to it. He in Buffalo. It's going to get cold in October. It's going to be snowing in October. They ain't passing the ball. The shit you did last year, your first year up there, dog. Hey, listen, to lead the league in Buffalo with a second year QB, right? Third. Josh Allen. Yeah. Second year or third year? I, I don't know. But the stuff that you did, bro, to lead the league, you know what I'm saying? It was it was phenomenal. Appreciate that, OG. Nah, it, it was for real. Next year, next year. Nah, don't even try to grab me. Now it's too late. Nah, I, <laughs> I, I ain't missing out. I mean, let me go back and answer your question. I think it's bump and run. I think that's yes. the that to me it's about one on one and bump and run when you talk about, you know. Who's the best corner? You got to play man to man. And I want to see you at the line of scrimmage. Like Xavier Howard's playing. It's, it's actually like tougher because the guys who sit back in the zone or play any type of zone. I mean, I'm, you don't necessarily lose respect for them, but like you playing in a certain kind of defense. You know what I'm saying? Something that's geared towards their strengths. But Xavier Howard, like the team Miami, the Patriots, you know, the couple teams, Baltimore. Yeah. They playing man the whole game. They don't game, care. And it ain't, I don't care who you are. I don't care what you did last week. We in your face. Xavier Howard was a dog. I seen him his rookie year. He actually had his. <laughs> <laughs> chill. Chill. Oh, straight up. No, listen. He had his. He choked you to death? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's when uh, Maxwell was there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I was all week, I was prepared for him. And he didn't, he suited up, he played like the first drive and then he was out and they put the rook on me, mm-hmm. Xavier. And bro, when I tell you, I mean, it was a, a dog fight and it was a struggle. I was like, who is he? He's the real deal. I like Gilmore um, and then obviously Ramsey. I would. That's the one guy, that's the one corner I would love to compete with, you know, and went, went to battle against. Ramsey? No, Ramsey, yeah. Did you and Ramsey, either one of y'all and Ramsey, have a have, have, have a game where y'all need to talk about? Nah, I, I mean I think like just naturally like with the with the the, the personalities and the mindsets, the mentality is like, you know, it's a respect. I feel like in a sense, you yeah. know what I mean. But then at the same time, it's like, bro, like I got a job, like you know, like and that's just what it is. So I mean, people try who they want to try though. Yeah, like, that's facts. I'm saying the people that you respect out there, you're not gonna really try them. But like the people that you don't, there's some people out there that don't like each other though too. Like real, I just don't like each other, but. For the most part, I even tell my little brother, like, it be strictly football. Like, people don't really take it outside of football. Like, if you don't really like somebody where I'm from, you're going to do something with it. But, like, we playing football. You see what I'm saying? So, I don't really even believe in going back and forth with nobody. But I ain't never had no situation with too many people. Not no back and forth. But, but Jay Ramsey, he like the way that you bust, though. How you going to handle that? What you mean? 
I done seen a situation where a couple guys he got into it with, especially when he was in Jacksonville. He had the away team bus, like, what's up? Jalen like that? He like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know yeah. what happened. I mean, how I handle myself, it might be me at my bus. Nah, it's just to get messy. This, this, this just I'm to outside get... the bus. <laughs> I'm outside the bus. <laughs> Pull up over here at the bus. I need to put my stuff down and we gonna go outside and figure right. it out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, right, right, right. I mean, but you talking to two dogs, though. Ain't too many wide receivers cut like them. Like, you know, when I knew he was a dog, well, I always knew he was a dog. I feel like my claim to fame when it comes to the scouting world, when GM. he was going in the draft, I was like, yo, this is going to be the still of the draft. And what round he go, Chan? Fifth. Crazy. 19th receiver. That's crazy. But I, before the draft, I said it. 12. That's crazy. I was on the couch just like this. I was on the couch just. But, but, but. But B, do, do y'all remember the receivers that went before y'all? Yes. Because I remember the linebacker went before me. I went third round. I remember every linebacker that went before me that I knew I was going to whoop their ass. Not too many people went in front of bro, though. No, but do you, are they still playing like the receivers that you Not in your with? class. I looked at your class. This class is crazy. Your, your class, you top dog out the gate. But looking at your class, we got Sammy Watkins went fourth. Mike Evans went seventh. Your dog, dog, OBJ went twelfth. Cooks, 20th. Kelvin Benjamin, 28th. Yeah, look, he know he's in. That's <laughs> all I needed to know. <laughs> but, but hold up. This is 2014. These are dogs. Marquise Lee, 39th. Jordan Matthews, 42nd. Paul Richardson, 45th. Cody Lattimore. Devontae Adams. <laughs> Cody Lattimore went in front of you? Man, Cody Lattimore. Devontae Adams, 50. Oh, I forgot he was in that draft. He was in 20, he was 2014. Cody Lattimore, uh, 56, Allen Robinson. But you talk about the first three years. They had another, some, somebody else went in front of me. Uh, A-Rob, right, right before you, 60, 60, 61. Uh, Richardson, Paul Richardson. Oh, right. He's from Cali, he went to Seattle. 45th. 45th. He's 14, so, year before you. Right. <laughs> well, and, and, you know, before we push the conversation forward, you, you know, first three years, was it three years, four years? Talking about broke the record. So out of all those receivers you named, no one had the best start. I mean, in the history of the National Football League. Say that. The history. The history. Not these guys. The history. Receptions, right? Most catches. Was it three years or four years? Five, no, it was three, four, five, three, four, five, six. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of that. And 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 they have no dog quarterback. He wasn't with a Rod, Aaron Rodgers. He wasn't with Breeze. He wasn't with Brady. He was dealing with the Miami Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill. The, the Miami Tannehill. Not the bad mouth of your man, yeah, no. but bro. I mean, that's always a natural argument, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I could always get into that type of uh, conversation with people that got drafted before me or played with a Hall of Fame quarterback or whatever it was. But at the same time, like, I always felt like, you know what? Fuck my situation. Like, just throw me the rock, you know what I'm saying? Give me my opportunity. And at the end of the day, the results or, or the statistics or whatever it is, when we all retire, that's gonna say what it's what it need to say to be, you know, I rest my case, you know what right. I'm saying? Like to get into the the quarterback situation because see, there's a lot of people that didn't have really good quarterbacks that still ate up, you know what I mean? So 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 you got you got so many dudes about to be drafted in a couple of days. You got a lot of dudes who never play ball again. Started when they was in peewee, six years old. You started, well, you started when you was five years old. I started when I was six. You know, I did my research. Take me back to draft day. 
I mean, you and you, your brother and your mom cried. Why? Because, I mean, I, I, first of all, my, my dream was to be in the first round. I felt like I had set myself up for that. I felt like I went to, uh, you know, one of the power five schools or what they call it. I went to LSU. I, you know, pretty much led the team in receiving for the two years that I did start. And, you know, I thought that I put myself in position to be a first round draft pick, you know, and then some of the guys that went in before me, obviously kudos to them, cheers to them because they had tremendous college careers as well. You know what I'm saying? The cars fell where they lay. But I think for me, it was more about I felt embarrassed. I felt like, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody in this conference room, similar to this, you know, I got my family, all the yeah. food, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, whatever, you know, and, you know, you get hyped up for the moment and then you see pick 32 happened is like damn I can remember going back to my room crying you know whatever wow. it is then thinking the next day come then we almost at the third round I was what 63rd pick so I'm like five picks from the third round so I'm like damn like what what's going on like you right. know what I mean then we get the call and I wasn't I was happy to, that I accomplished my a goal of making it to the NFL but I still was I was mad as cuz I felt like the other 12 man <laughs> you know, I ain't, I ain't hating, but like, all right, come on, like, let's not, 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 like, we got to start all over again. Did you use that for motivation? For sure. Cause I know, I know Moss, Randy, he'll tell you quick. Everybody that looked over him, he made it on on his on his uh, every Sunday when they came up. He made sure he murdered their cornerbacks. Did you use that as motivation? For sure, had to, had to. You know, for for embarrassing me for my family, right, like right. on my mom, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I felt. But you know, again, like 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 we talk about just now, like eight years later, you know what I mean? Like, and we still in this position. You know, a lot of those people is not either not playing or not having the same amount of right. you know. And I ain't measuring it, but at the same time, it's, so let's let's push it forward another year. You get drafted year after, bro, juice fifth round. That's a long, that's a long way. <laughs> yeah, did you know, like, did you know where you sitting there chilling, like, first day? Did you even turn on TV? Did you think you were going to go first day? Like, what was nah. going through your mind during draft day? That first day is tough just because, like, everybody know, like, everybody not going to be a first-round draft pick. My unique situation was I went to a smaller school when I could have went to a bigger school. Uh, I stayed at the crib and was trying to rock out at the crib. And then, you know, I had got hurt my second year. I broke my ankle. And I was like, this like, I know, I know up now like I know it ain't gonna be right I try to bounce back my third year and I end up lacerating my kidney towards the end of the year last what lacerated my kidney like during the Penn oh, State wow. game so I sat down for a couple games and then like like my head coach like I was like coach like I'm good like let me rock and he like sat me out like a couple more games like and I was like man I feel fine like this is my life I'm thinking I'm thinking long term I'm like and I'm trying to leave like I ain't gonna be able to leave now like it felt like he was kind of holding me back but he was saying he was looking out for my safety so I was just like this. All right, I'm I'm gonna trust it. I played in my bowl game against Stanford. We got we got our ass beat, like beat like a drum. I had a couple catches with some yards. So I was like, I went in the locker room. I said, I'm out after this. I can't I can't do this no more. <laughs> I said I don't care how that shit happened. I'm out. So I told everybody I was leaving after three years, and I left. So on draft day, I didn't really expect to go in the first round. You know, uh, I knew some teams liked me, but I was like, it's more so focused on the second day. And even with that, like, I was hurt about that first round still just because I watched the guys go in front of me, like he said. And it's like, yeah, they good. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you've seen them. You've, they've had success or whatever situation. Like, they could have went to a pass-heavy school or they could have went to a school where they was playing since a freshman. But uh, in my situation, I was just like this, man, like, I know these guys not better than me. Like, right. 
at least like I'm saying, I need somebody to give me a chance. So I could never be like like oh like all the teams that passed on me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I got to make them pay because they passed on me for hella rounds. Like yeah, not the first, not the second, not the third. So I was like, you pissed off with Minnesota. I can't really be mad. Like the whole my own team that picked me passed me a couple times. So I was like, uh, I was just thankful. I was actually working out. I was like, shit, I can't keep. I had a little dinner, you know what I'm saying? I had my folks there. And it's just, a, I mean, anybody that dealt with it, it's a weird-ass feeling. Like, it's a feeling like, I hope, I don't wish it on nobody. Oh, man. Because you're right there hoping, and you're hoping somebody believe in you how you believe in yourself. I hid in the room. So expand on that. What would you, and I'm actually two, this is a two question for both of you. What would you tell the, the, the draft picks that are coming out this year? Call that draft Like. Like, if you did enough to get drafted in the first round, like, I'm happy for you, you know what I'm saying? But in real life, that shit don't matter. Right, like, right. we all know that shit don't matter. Like, like he said, like, having that chip on your shoulder for me, I was like, I mean, when the smoke clear, we're going to see who's standing. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yep. The smoke going clear. You see, everybody who was supposed to be somebody or was... Your, your draft raggedy, because you... Man. <laughs> hey, you know they had a lot of no... Hey, don't even worry about it. <laughs> he, 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 they had some garbage, had some garbage friends. You know it don't matter. His draft, too. Well, his draft, he got some, he got a couple. His draft was better than my draft. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it, it really don't matter. But like what I just asked uh, Diggs, what, what would you say to draft picks coming out this year? It's the same thing. It's just like, you know, every year, every year, regardless, even if it, like we always in a league, you know, every year you got to like prove yourself again. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's the same thing. Like, just because you made it to the league, like, that doesn't, you know, that's not the high, even the highest, the highest accomplishment. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, now what? You right. know what I'm saying? Right. And that's like the thing that I would say to anybody. It's like, like you say, where you get drafted at, you know what I'm saying? Then they got to put his pads on like you. He got to go to training camp like you. He got to train like you. You know, all of these things. Right. But at the end of the day, like, you know, it's about performance. We know that. You know what I'm saying? It's about performance. You got to remind those young kids, too, that, like, like, that get drafted in the first round kind of set a lot of people up. Like, in my opinion, like, people who get drafted in the first round, they kind of sometimes feel like they, like, uh, mm -hmm. like, they made it or, like, they belong or, like, they don't necessarily go and earn their keep compared to a receiver that went in the late rounds or somebody who really got something to prove. Like, sometimes when people in the first round, like, come in, like, that's my job to lose right. when you ain't even got it yet. That's the thing. It's a young man's game. And the guys that come in, they're complacent. They don't understand that. You guys, or the guys that come in later rounds, they have a chip on their shoulder. Yeah. You know, they're asking all the questions. I've seen first rounders come in, they don't even know what a cafeteria is. <laughs> it's like, what you thinking about? They show bro? you the cafeteria when you get there. Supposed to ask all the questions. But, you know, I, I feel you on that because I've seen it happen to a lot of guys, especially in Jacksonville, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I wish they would have drafted one of y'all, man, because y'all, hey, listen. I respect y'all, gang. Y'all real dogs. Yeah. Appreciate that, bro. Appreciate Just quickly with both of y'all, Diggs, I, I, your, your father died in 2008, correct? When I was 14, I think that was 2008. 2008 of heart failure. Mm -hmm. And you became the man of the house. And now your brother played for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Your brother, Tra uh, Trayvon. Trayvon did. Yeah. Like, people don't know the story. Just put it, you know what I'm saying, put it out there and let them know. Like, what was that like? That you had to, you you were fighting for your athletic career. You were fighting to be who you are now and a dog. And I'm a Dolphin fan and you kill us. <laughs> bro, no fast ass crossing route you run. Yeah, run away. Run Slow away. down, bro. <laughs> Slow down. <laughs> but, I'm, I, I, but for me, 
What was that like, man? And Jarvis has a story as well, and I know your story as well. Like, just for the guys out there to have everything on their shoulders, and you had your whole family on your shoulders, and you made it. Yeah. Speak on that. I mean, I mean, now, looking back, I probably wasn't ready for that. Like, when my, when my father died, um, when I was 14, like, he, uh, like, two months before he died, like, he was in... He was out of the hospital. He wasn't in the hospital. And like we was sitting in the room and me and him was having a conversation. And we, me and my dad had hella talks. Like, like people don't know too much of my back. So my dad was a dope boy. Like, I'm saying I had plenty of conversations with him, like taught me a lot type shit. And like he sat on the edge of the bed and was like, this, like, I'm not gonna be here too much longer. And I was like, you know, as a kid, you hear that shit and you like, man, like, what you talking about? Right. You know what I'm saying? You've been my dad my whole life. So I was like, uh, I was like, like I, don't, I was like a kid. I wasn't how I was now, like as I was going. So I was just like, it's like, what you talking about? And he was like, just just hear me out. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be here much longer. I don't feel well. You know what I'm saying? He was in and out of the hospital, but he was just like, I'm going back to the hospital, but I don't know this time for real. So I was just like, uh, as a kid, like, it's a lot to hear your, your people say that. And I was just like, uh, nah, like, it's going to be all right type shit, trying to be tough. But uh, like, I cried about that when he left, you know what I'm saying? And I was just like, in my mind, I was like, like, what do I do type shit? And then he was quiet for like 20 minutes and he said, I want you to take care of your little brothers. You know what I'm saying? I got, I got a couple of little brothers. So uh, he said, take care of your little brothers. You know what I'm saying? Majority, like, look out for your family. But he was really focused on my younger siblings. And I was like, uh, I was like, all right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I kind of, you young, I'm young. I'm thinking like, all right, I got to figure this shit. I'm 14, but I'm like, I got to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? And uh, two months later, he was in the hospital and he he did pass away. And like, I was hurt, you know what I'm saying? Even if I knew that, shit, like, <clears throat> I was hurt about it. But I, uh, I'm not gonna necessarily say, like, right then and there, I, I got on the right track because I made some bad decisions after that. You know what I'm saying? Something that got me in a little bit of trouble too when I was young. But um, I learned from it, you know what I'm saying? I chose the right path when it all said and done. And uh, looking after my brothers was something that I learned, like, like just from, Sacrificing, like put some, putting somebody before yourself, putting your family before yourself. You know what I'm saying that's something that somebody taught me young from just losing them. You know what I'm saying, and that's some qualities I see in y'all as men. You know what I'm right. saying, like you got kids, like you got kids. I just see how y'all move, <clears throat> and that's something that I kind of just want to carry for the rest of my life. Like my little brother made it to the league now, bro. But, you, 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 bang. We, you know, we cry on this show sometimes. I can't be doing that. They can't see me like that. Me, me. He about to get me, me. Niggas ain't about to be crying next to me, though. <laughs> we tap into emotions on this show. But you selling your, like, you ain't really saying it, bro. Like, when you see him lead his brothers, it's special, man. You seen it, Juice. Yeah. Bro, good job. Good job, bro. 14. Trey was, what, nine? Yeah, he fires underneath, yeah. Made me sweat. And you know what? And on draft day, Trey got drafted second round last year to the Dallas Cowboys. You wrote a letter to your brother on draft night. Mm-hmm. Beautiful letter. Thanks, man. Yeah. And, and you know, you Y'all said soft, soft on here. Yeah. <laughs> I got me soft. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. But, you know, Trey, one of the things I thought was special is how Trey responded. You know, Trey said, That's my father. When he said that, how that made you feel? <clears throat> I mean, like, we lost our father. So, like, that's what I was trying to be. I always was trying to be that. Like, I wanted to make it to the league, but, like, I wanted to be, like, an example. 
what I'm saying? I wanted to be the reason we made it. So, I mean, I felt like I, I, I did something right. You know what I'm saying? He told me to look that to my brother and I, and I made it. I made sure everybody was straight and I carried that. And then my brother made it. Like, I wanted him to go in the first round more than I wanted myself. Like, I'm like, man, he gotta go. Like, come on, somebody grab him. And I was like, bro, it's gonna be like, it's hard because seeing me go through that, I'm tough. Like, I feel like I'm tough. Like, man, fuck it. like, I'm, you know, so whatever. But watching my brother go to it, he was hurt because he wanted to go in the first round. He went to Alabama. Like, I'm like, we did all this right, I thought. And then it's like, he, uh, he fell to like the second. I was like, this boy, it's going to be all right. Like, they about to come grab you. I know they're going to come grab you. And then, um, it was so weird. His son, my little brother got a son. And he had all the hats picked out. And his son was like, you going to go here. And this was before they called him. His son picked up the Cowboys. Wow. That's the universe for real to me. And then, like, wow. our lady got picked by the Cowboys. Wow. And his son was, it was last year was two? Yeah, it's like young, little Aiden, young as hell. But it, it, it's just special that, um, I mean, the, to look at what, where you picked up at from where your, your, your pops left off at. I mean, we're all black men, right? And we get this, this, this bad, you know, there's a bad stigma and perception, you know, and, and that, we like excuses. We're lazy. We're this. We're that. But you're you're a living example. You know what I'm saying? That if you just continue to push, anything is possible. So I, I salute you, bro. I mean, just for grabbing your people appreciate and just it. uplifting and pushing everybody. That's that's big. Sh- I appreciate that. Like, was there ever a moment where you had to really be pops? You know what I'm saying? With your brothers, like, yo, y'all off track right now. Yeah, y'all want to hear a funny story? <laughs> yeah, of course. Everybody, hey, everybody that watching want to hear yes. it too. Yes, we do. He ain't gonna like this, but like, I'm gonna keep it G. Like, my little brother, like, that's my little brother. I love him. So I'm in college, right? And I, um, you know, I'm like, you can't, I can't say I'm too much of the man at house, but I ain't. Like, I'm, I'm taking care of what I gotta take care of. But, uh, so my, my brother started, like, you know what I'm saying? You know, when they're young, they start getting a little bit of, like, hair on their privates. Like, they start sticking their chest out a little right. bit. So, <laughs> No. Try you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like, like I thought I was gonna try my dad one day. So my mom called me and said, like, your brother not listening. Like, your brother doing this. I'm like, what? Like, that's not Trey. Like, what's going on? So uh, I call. I call him. He don't answer. And then my mom. Um, I call my mom like this. Yeah, put him on the phone. Like, he's like, man, don't, man, don't put him on the phone. Like, what he gonna do to me? Like, he called me some names and all. I can't even see that. Right? He said, yeah, da 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 da. I'm like this. Call me what? <laughs> I'm what? I'm on the way. I was like, don't even worry about it, mom. I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm old school. So I was like, this man, he got it. Like, I'm saying, I'll be down there when I be down there. Cause my mom lived like 35 minutes from my school. So, so uh, I went. Uh, I was like, I was like, like two weeks passed by. You know, two weeks passed by. Everybody think it's died down. Right, right. Everything okay? So I was like, this. I'm pulling up to the house. I laid. In, I'm, I'm in the cut at the crib, like waiting with my lights off. <laughs> And my uh, my mom, I see them drive past me. They don't even see me. So they unloading groceries in the crib or whatever. And I'm like this. So I'm like this. I'm about to get them. I'm like, this. <laughs> so I turn the car on, pull up, hop out the car, hop out the car. My mom said, my brother has said, I think that's, I think that's Steph. I hop out the car with the demeanor like, wow, yeah. what that dude was talking about? Yeah. So I jump out of the car. I'm like, what's up? What's up? What's all, what's all that? He like this. What? What? He tried to take off running, and I'm in the boot at the time. <laughs> he take off running. I said, man, I'm about to get him. I like put this leg. He slide across the <laughs> He slide across the I'm like, I'm over his body. Like, man, don't you ever try me. Don't you ever try me. That's a lie. 
Hulu is coming in hot this month with new shows, new movies, and all new seasons of your faves. Don't miss FX's Clipped, the story of one NBA team's racial reckoning, starring Lawrence Fishburne. Stream a new season of Shorzy, the underdog hockey comedy that might just knock your teeth out. Then catch the high-speed drama Ferrari, starring Adam Driver and Penelope Cruz. Kick your streaming into high gear this month with so much new stuff to watch on Hulu. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. Earning your degree online doesn't mean you have to go about it alone. At Capella University, we're here to support you when you're ready. From enrollment counselors who get to know you and your goals, to academic coaches who can help you form a plan to stay on track. We care about your success and are dedicated to helping you pursue your goals. Going back to school is a big step, but having support at every step of your academic journey can make a big difference. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Last time you ever tried me, though. So that's my only problem. Only moment I had to really put some pressure on him, but... That's what's so, I love that, man, because <laughs> I see the reverence that he has for you and how you push him every day, and, and the respect is definitely there, and that's love, and it, you know, that now pushed me to you, to you, bro. Mom worked 12 hours a day, morning, night, and, um, you know, you have a similar story, you know, and, and I just, I mean, you come from a, a, a town where there's 500 people, 600 people. Like, how the hell you make it, bro? That's probably how I, ain't nothing, ain't nothing else to do. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, uh, but I mean, for me, like, I think in, in some kind of way, all of our stories is similar in a, in a sense, like you say, you know. No, nah, bro, not everybody's stories like yours, bro. No, no, no I'm saying it's, it's I, similar. I mean, you, there was times you ain't had no lights. That's true. No water. I, I, at some, no, that's never Yeah, that, that is, you yes, know what I'm saying? yes, like, yes. Some similarity. But, but that's the 1%. No, I won't say that's the 1%. But, but like, but y'all always had lights and water. <laughs> like, we, I ain't, I ain't live the best life. Hey, for real, lady. All right, hold on. All right, bro. Chef, come on, Chef, before we jump in this story. Come on out. Come on out. I always had lights, man. God hello, damn. hello. I had AC. Welcome back. Y'all know Chef Nancy? Yes. This chef? Yes. You know these guys, Chef? Yes, I've seen them around. You've seen them? Because <laughs> you know Chef, she called Mike Vick. I think she called Mike Vick Eli Manning or something. I did not. <laughs> I did not. Welcome, welcome. Chef, you got the baddest boys uh, in the league right now uh, at the wide receiver position, Juice. And you got Stephon Dix. You know Stephon Dix, what you had, 1,700 yards last year or 1,600? Hey, chill out. I what had, you had? Uh, 1,535. Oh, same thing. 127, <laughs> though. Yeah. I was trying to get some more. We, they didn't let us play the last game. Uh, yeah, I know. The playoffs, though. You didn't grab me in the fantasy. I'm not going to let that go. No, nah, no, nah, I'm going to run it back, though. <laughs> hey, it's snow in Buffalo, man. The wind get crazy. <laughs> 
I'm thinking about the later part of the year. They want to run the ball. I'm like, man, that's like, you know what I'm saying? 90 catches. You was thinking smart. You was thinking smart. You know what I'm saying? Chef, so these boys here, they the real deal. I watch him work out. Oh, you do? You watch Juice? How he be working out? He be, he be, he be going through the motion or he be really working out? No, he, he goes hard. He goes hard? I'm trying to do a little something. All right, Chef, what you got for us tonight? Shrimp scampi and some pasta. He's anxious to taste it. I am. I, I got my fork in it already. Yeah, he ready to go. He put to put go. camera number two on Channing. All right, mm. well, hey, uh, Juice, Chef, is dear to our heart. You know, she takes care of us every single week. And uh, she takes care of so many families. Uh, Chef, we want to show our appreciation to you. That's what we're going to do. We don't, have, we don't have no questions for you today. Oh, okay. But every time I go out. Don't make me cry. Don't, you ain't going to cry. You're going to cry. You ain't going to cry. You better not cry. <laughs> Y'all keep talking about crying on here. What's going on? Because we we're a bunch of emotional creatures. We're we, bro, we let go, bro. This segment. This well, we do cry on this show. Well, no, every time I go out, everybody asks me about Freaky Fred. What? And they ask me about, yeah, you, what? He Freaky Fred. <laughs> they ask me about Freaky Fred, and they ask me about Chef Nancy. The first season, everybody asked me about Channing Crowder. You losing your luster, bro. So, Chef, we want to show our appreciation, you know, just how you take care of us, and you keep it real with us. So, everybody, every they always ask me, and they're like, dang, where's Chef Nancy get her, you know, her head wraps and everything? Oh. <laughs> So we went to Burberry, the boys, me, Ocho, Channing, Fred, and we got you a couple uh, things from Burberry oh, and a couple you. head wraps. <laughs> thank you. But I don't wait. So if you, if you notice, I took the wig off. I don't got a wig on. <laughs> well, you better put them scarves on. No, we appreciate you, Chef. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you um, any advice you, you get? Like, so the draft is coming up. Any advice? You, you know, we had 22 guys coming on. I mean, came in this year. Uh, we ha- we we put them up in housing. We we fed them. We did their medical. We trained them. Um, we were just telling our or they were just telling their draft stories. So, what would you say to the guys that's about to get drafted that just came through our program? Well, I think that um, just watching you guys and the guys that came before them would help them and stop them from making just whatever mistakes. You know what I mean? You. The the good thing is that that combine right. so they get to experience and learn firsthand from guys that are already in the league. Like I said, I watch him at House of Athletes, so they were intertwined with professional athletes already, and I think that was like a good plus. As far as asking, I think again, you learn by by example, and you guys have set great examples. Well, thank you, Chef. How how it tastes, guys? Bust. It's busting. <laughs> chef, hey, Chef Nancy, make sure y'all get her her collection. What is it, Chef? Chef Nancy, Nancy collection. collection of spices. Oh, oh, yeah. The I, lemon peppery pepper. Oh, they got the lemon pepper. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Boy, you put that on a chicken wing. But not only a chicken wing. I gotta bring all of you guys next next time because I'm almost sold out. Out of a thousand, I have really? about eighty left. I got really. I'm gonna make sure put two away for these for them because they they got chefs. They got chefs and, and their, their chefs got a they got a tool. I'm actually restocking now and I'm coming out with a specialty salt collection. I have an obsidian black sea salt. I don't even know what that truffle is. Truffle salt and a peri peri salt. That's a spicy salt and a smoke salt. Can I get some of the lemon pepper? Listen, if chef if chef came out with mermaid ass, <laughs> I would buy it. With what? Mer- mermaid ass. 
don't know about no mermaid ass. You ain't had no mermaid. Yeah, I did. Yeah, so Chef, thank you, Chef. Thank you. <laughs> Your hair look good. I see them diamonds popping too. Yeah. So let's jump back to you, bro. Um, Mom Deuce worked hard, and she tells a story about you know working, you know sun up to sundown, and 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 one of the things that she was like, dang, hurt her sometimes was when she would be coming in at six a.m. She would be missing you at times. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. So yeah, your story, bro, is 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 real. Man, I feel like, I mean, thinking, you know, thinking about it, and anytime I get an opportunity to reflect on it or, you know, talk about it or think about it, like, you know, my mom, my mama showed me a lot of things that, like, she didn't never have to, like, tell me, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, from, like, work ethic, for her working those jobs, you know, sacrifice her doing whatever she got to do to make sure that, like, I ain't wearing the damn same school pants to school every day, you know what I'm saying? Or at least I got a pair of pants that I can wear for two days and a short that I can wear for two days, you know what I'm saying? And whatever one I learned on Friday, I wear that one, you know what I'm saying? On Friday, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, you know what I mean? But that's just, I, at, at the time, honestly, that was normal. Like, that was like, you know, like, that's cool. That's cool. Lisa, you know what I'm saying? At least I got something to wear, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't really see it as like something that was like a bad situation, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I guess it's like, honestly for me, like it's helped me a lot with like my kids. You know what I'm saying? Like I got two kids, you know, we, we talk about kids, our kids all the time. Like one of the first things we talk about when I, when I came in here, you know, but like it's, it's something about like the game and like all the sacrifices and all the things that you put into, you know, what you gotta do, whether you, where, Regardless of where you inherited that from, you know what I mean? Like from my, my, my mom, your family, or somebody in you guys' family, like, you know, you try to like pass that down to, to your kids. Like he said, like being a father figure, right? But actually being a father to your kids. Right. And I think like all of those situations that I went through when I was younger, you know, ain't do nothing but make me grind harder. They ain't do nothing but make me like see that like, it's more than it, just like the game, you know what I'm saying? Even why, though that saved me. Why, why you called your brother when your brother was in Utah and he, you know, he made it to the league, had a little trial, and then didn't happen for him. Then he went to Arena Ball, was in Utah. Why you call him and say, "Bro, come home, I need you." <laughs> I think I think for me, part, part, partially of the story was, you know, he wanted to give up. You know what I'm saying? And. Being that he was my older brother, he set out on the journey, you know what I'm saying? Like, he set out to be, like, the one that, like, saved us, you know what I'm saying? And he was at a point where the league didn't work, so he tried arena football and this and that, bounce around, blase, blase, to the point where, like, you know, he wanted to give up, you know what I'm saying, in, in a sense. So a part of that was him wanting to give up and come home, um, and then just me going through, you know, the dumb shit that you go through as a teenager, you know, and, and needing some a father figure, you know what I'm saying? Somebody to look after, somebody to look up to, whatever, because honestly, by him being seven years older than me, he was always out the house in a sense, you know what I'm saying? So I never really, like, I just kind of learned from afar what I, what I was seeing, but I was really getting raised by my grandmother, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, like, him being closer to me helped me in a sense because now, you know, I, I again, I watch him run the levee. I watch him, you know, work by himself, you know, th these things that he showed me that, like, he ain't never really, like, tell me, but, like, he showed me. And I always looked up to him. But, I mean, shit, that was really it. Both of you guys are first-generation millionaires, yeah. your family, right? Yeah. What does that mean? Does that mean anything to you? Yeah, and everything. 
<laughs> I said it means everything. Now give me some, baby. <laughs> I get some too. Give me some, bro. I get some. Does that, that does that put pressure on your like? Does that bring added pressure to you? Like, do you have a sense of I can't f this up? Oh, you know what I'm saying? Because when you look at the statistics of NF or professional athletes, it's about 80 to 85 percent of guys. We we don't come from families. Our demographics, we don't come from families that teach us how to manage money. You know, in a black household, my grandmother, my grandmother would tell me, get your little ass out of grown folks' business <laughs> when it comes to money. I never learned about money. I'm pretty sure most of us haven't. So you're a first-generation millionaire in your family. You got to make sure you manage your, you know, your, your funds properly. So now you, you're thinking about generational wealth. You good for life? Sure. Yes, I'm set right now. But, but okay, you set right now because the money, the money coming in good. No, no, no. But if it's all said and done, like, I'm cool. Right now. Right now. If I, if I'm I hung, talking about NFL folds tomorrow. If I hung this shit up tomorrow, I'm cool. Okay. So I done stacked my shit up. Like, it's, it's different. Like, so your money, your portfolio. Oh, bro, bro, he just winked at me. What do you, what'd that mean? That just looked and winked at me. They make that hey, bread. Hey, NFL done. <laughs> NFL, hey, bro. Tomorrow? No, no, not even tomorrow. Fred, not even tomorrow. Jarvis, Jarvis, this second, this second, Jarvis. Jarvis, this second, they say there's no more football allowed in the world. You good. You good. You didn't even get into your story where Pops was. Pops, you know, passed when you were 14. You guys had to learn this yourselves. So, like, how, because a lot of guys mess it up. How did you guys get to a point where now you can say, you know what, I'm good? I mean, how I met Juice, you know what I'm saying? It was like, through like, just knowing, not really knowing each other, but I met him, I reached out to him, and he was cool as shit. You know what I'm saying? We kind of was on the same vibe, just working. And I felt like he was diligent about everything that he did. He was serious about it, you know what I'm saying? He put his best foot forward. And I kind of geared that to life. Like, not having financial literacy um, is not your fault. Like, I don't blame my mom for not knowing that because... What we had to manage wasn't a lot. You see what right. I'm saying? It was on me. It was put on my shoulders just like it was on yours, just like it was on yours, just like it was on yours, just like yours. That, I mean, coming into some money comes with responsibility. And these are problems that I would rather have than having those broke problems. You know what I'm saying? Sense. Sense. When we talk about lights, you said you always had them lights. I would rather have lights and be beefing than, uh, you know, not have lights. But... Financial literacy is something that you got to take seriously. Like my first couple of years, I didn't buy no chain. I didn't see Boo Daddy or nobody that nothing. Nobody I didn't buy no chain. Let <laughs> yeah. me start stacking this stuff just in case something happened. Right. You know what I'm saying it wasn't until I got like a contract. You know what I'm saying things a little bit more stable is when I got a little bit more investing in some time pieces and X Y Z. But as far as like, dude, I don't blame my mom for not having financial literacy. What you can do is. Not get frustrated, but I try to educate. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. how I would want my parents to do me. You know what I'm saying? If they had it. Like, I don't necessarily know the value of a dollar yet. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying she don't know the value of a dollar, but when we when we behind on bills, is another case than when you're trying to save X amount of dollars or trying right. to manage money. Like, right. Um, so, I would just say, like, it's not a lot of pressure. Boy, speaking, boy, this boy Wale. <laughs> <laughs> Give me another one. Hey. My goodness, bro. Everything you say. We we praying and hoping that that the, that guys that are in the league and and the guys that are you know they they have a, 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 a they aspire to be in the league the draft picks. I mean, I hope they tapped in because everything you're speaking on, 
is 90% of the demog- demographic you know, makeup that we all come from. I love it. I'm over here soaking it in. I'm like, I, I know what time Let Jar- Jarvis is real. Yeah, he done stacked this stuff. I've seen his cars and all that. He doing something a little different now. He got a whole family office. So the brother we talking about, Gerard. Oh, let me hear it. Let me yeah. hear it. Yeah. So, you know, talk to us about, like, you know, how you guys got to a point where you said, you know what, you know, we're going to take our family and we're going to do X. Yeah. I mean, I think I think for me, just like what Dave was saying, like, a lot of it, <clears throat> a lot of it for me is, like, in a sense, in the beginning, like, I was so scared to just not f*** it up. Yeah. Like, like, just like, so I didn't make a lot of crazy decisions because I was just like, man, anything happened or whatever it is. Like, I think at the time when I came in the league, the 30 for 30 broke. had just, just came on. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm, I'm, I'm just paranoid, you know what I'm saying? In, in, a, in a sense, you know what I mean? Because... To, to to be truthful you to what you, what you like I ain't really know about money like you know what I'm saying like like far as just like I got my card and I swipe it as long as they got money on it you know what I'm saying I ain't really checking this I ain't really looking at nothing I ain't really paying attention to what's going on with my finances or who working for me or whatever it is a lot of times you know like we get referral to somebody and then we just be like okay he cool then you know just because yeah, you know old school right? yeah like. So I think for me, when my brother, to, to, to backtrack, like when my brother, it's just like, for me, it was about empowerment. You know what I mean? Like giving him ownership. You know what I mean? I, I think like for me, he always wanted to play in the league. Obviously, I was able to, God, God placed it well. He moved the cards or whatever it is in whatever way that allowed me to be the one that, that, that made it to this position. But at the same time, that doesn't mean like he still can't own his own business or be a professional in management or whatever it is, you know, and making sure that I put him in a position to be able to do those things, do right by me, do right by other clients, you know, and himself, you know what I'm saying? Like, and like for my mom and like my other family in the beginning, like, like, I think it's y'all first show y'all talking about this. That shit was hard. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not trying not to like, damn, everybody calling, everybody want, like, it's like, yo, like, I ain't even got me a car yet. I ain't even, like, you know what I'm saying? A steak. That's a big conversation. Because a lot of dudes come in the league right now, dang, we can spend a, a, a whole hour talking about, you know, how to say no and what these guys are up against, man. I think what you said, you hit it, you hit it on the head, you know, it's education, you know what I mean? And you talked about, you know, it's okay not to know. And um, Juice, I love what you're doing as far as empowering your family, you know, to go to a whole nother level. Um, for me... How I want to end the show is on fashion, because I feel like you two are low-key fashion icons. You definitely, you say you're not consistent enough, but your swag is crazy. But what the hell is Channing Crowder wearing? Not those. Those are the Robin James. Yeah, what is those? <laughs> you say what? You going you gonna, you gonna to get on me with that little leather cap on? <laughs> you going to get on me with that 1984 Eddie Murphy on? You going to get on me? Your pants wrinkled. Nobody wear the hat backwards no more, Chan. Well, nigga, I can turn it sideways in front, but shit, I'm still fresh. Man, the burgers. In front ways, bro. Wear it like that. Bro. Wear it like that. You see the wear it like that, bro. Take my camera up. Look at my burgundy. His hands are wrinkled at the bottom. Look at my burgundy. We, we got to get him tapered up. He'll be all right. Embellish, hey, embellish got some taper box. And he got on footies. He got on, he got on footies. I saw you in GQ. Would GQ take his call? The call for what? 
white tea special. You go like this when you wake up. Bro, I, I sprayed, I sprayed wrinkle free on my shirt. I ain't even lying. That wrinkle, wrinkle spray, that you could spray the wrinkle free on your shirt and it makes it. When I was young, I used to take my white tea and go like this. And you just go ready to go. Yeah. I don't know how you're gonna get that leather hat clean, but <laughs> that's Prada, bro. That's Prada. Huh? That's Prada. I don't give a f what sign you put on it. That little cap is ridiculous. Hey, turn off. It's a fashion icon, bro. I'm a fashion icon. Hey, zoom in on his ankles. You can see his ankles. So check it. Before we, I can't wear black socks. <laughs> so, Juice, I got, I got, I got two questions for you, and it's about OBJ. Mm -hmm. That's your, that's your man, hundred grand, right? When he gets hurt, I'm I'm pretty sure you feel it. Sure. So that that's the part I want to know how you feel when 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 his injuries came about because you know the type of player he is. But before that, um, what was that call like? Whether he called you, the team called you in to say your brother coming to Cleveland. What was that like? Uh, I say that I say that part for last, the best part for last. But like, so like <clears throat> we got, he got hurt week six. Um, against the Bengals, and you know, obviously, you see him go down like we like elite athletes, like you know what I'm saying, like, and it was really non-contact, so like you're not even thinking nothing serious, you know what I'm saying, like maybe either like rolled his ankle or whatever it is, and then I just remember like kneeling down next to him while he was on the ground, and you know, he was just like I'm good, you know, like I'm good, but he was like in pain, you could tell he was in pain or whatever, and he go to the locker room. And shit, I can remember going to the sideline and I'm worrying because I'm looking at the sideline like, all right, hey, he about to run back out here. He about to run back out here. He about to run back out here. We go out there for a drive. He still ain't come back. We go back three and out, come back to the sideline. He's not out. So I, I see one of the doctors. I'm like, what's up with him? What's up? How you, what is, what is it? It's like, his, it's his knee. I was like, he good? Like, he, he straight? And they were like, we don't know. Come back, see the same doctor. I'm like, what's up? It was like, ACL. And I'm like, like... ACL is like, well, we just, you know, we just, uh, we don't have scans. So like, you know, we just going off of like how we, right. That's right. Like that. And like, shit, I probably cried for like three quarters just because I felt like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know how hard he worked and just kind of like what Diggs say, like, you know, like the, the intentional, shit, like yeah. he put a lot of money into his body. He very intentional with the work that he does. That's why he's who he is. You know what I'm saying? Like he's one of the reasons why I invest in my body, why I try to spend it ain't no dollar amount of what I'm trying to do to take care of my body. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's like, you know, you watch, you see that, and then you see the compared to the injury, and it's like, damn, like, what? So, like, you lost something. Yeah, like, right? no, like, what? You know what I'm saying? And I can remember that Bengals game, the receiver coach, Chad O'Shea, coming to me and, like, like put, like, putting his head on my head and, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know, but we need you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. But at the same time, it's like, it still probably took me, you know, to the end of the game before I can even, you know what I'm saying? Like, internalize it. Yeah, like, shit. you know what I'm saying? Then we go in the locker room and shit like that, and he moving his leg. So I'm like, oh, shit, cool. Like, you know, maybe it's an MCL, or maybe, you know, they diagnose this shit wrong or whatever it is, blase, blase. And then the next day, obviously, you get the news that it is an ACL, and it's like back to the same thing. It's like, you don't even know what to say when we have a conversation, when we're talking, because it's like, shit, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, now, I feel this frustration. It's crazy. I look at his career and I look at mine, you know what I'm saying, especially at those years. Mm -hmm. Like, he's such a dog, but he can't just give everybody who he truly is, truly is because of the injuries. Yeah. So I, I can kind of relate to what he's going through 
or I try to, uh, but, but he's a dog. But when you um, got that call, who, who'd you hear from first, OBJ or the team? The team. So I remember, I think he was in Paris. Um, and I remember like just chopping it up on, on the phone with him. And then I remember uh, Mr. Dorsey, John Dorsey, he called me. And he was like, uh, OBJ in Paris, different. He, did. <laughs> he was in Paris. Just hanging out. You, you was in Turks and K- No, you wasn't even Turks. You was at the Keys. You yeah, used to go yeah, on vacation. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I'm just in Miami. I mean, <laughs> somewhere fish. But go ahead. It's all right. Yeah. Um, and uh, I remember John Dorsey calling me and he was like, uh, Is your boy serious about being a Brown? And I was like, you serious? Like, y'all serious? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> for real, like, y'all serious? You know what I'm saying? And he was like, we dead ass serious. We, you know, we want to move, we want to do some things. Call him up on the phone. And I call him on the phone, and I'm like, hey, you trying to be a brown or what? And, <laughs> and he was like, you know, he was like, you know, mm, you know? <laughs> so he ended up saying, it's like some slash. Like, you know, if we get to wear orange jerseys, I wouldn't mind being a brown, you know, blase, blase. Um, and then uh, I called I call Darcy back. Be like, you know, I told him, like, you know, the little joke, whatever it is. But, like, obviously, you know, this is want to get it in. They wore right. orange jerseys. It's the guy, too. you know what I'm saying? Like, you know. And then shit, probably about 20 minutes later, he called me back. Uh, John Darcy called me back. He was like, that shit done. Wow. And hung up the phone. Just like that. And I called him. I was you know, we cried on the phone and shit like that, blase, blase. But at the same time, I don't think he knew what was happening because, you know what I'm saying, he felt that the week before, his GM just said he was never going to get traded. He ain't going nowhere. They be lying like shit. They be lying, you know what I'm saying? Dave Gettleman. Yeah. Let me ask y'all. I got to ask these young boys. They go like this on them jumps. <laughs> go like this on them jumps. The Swede. <laughs> Diggs, Landry, I want to ask y'all, man. I just want to ask y'all. Oh, he, you got the shoes of man. Stop. <laughs> Can y'all zoom in on these? <laughs> what are you doing, bro? Hey, do y'all manscape, man? Do y'all do y'all cut back the hair to make the make the man look big? <laughs> you don't know, you've never heard of manscaping. Manscaping, man, bro. I'm telling you. Yeah, I'm talking about. <laughs> Still. In the locker room, hold on, hold on the time out. In the locker room, I learned how to tie my tie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Big T. Taught me how to tie my tie in the locker room. No, it was Andre. He taught me how to do that. I shaved for the first time in the locker room. You need to manscape for the first time in the locker room. What the f- is that? Yeah, you gotta keep, you gotta keep your, gotta keep your items. I'm pulling out this whatever that come out. This is right here. No, 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 I'm no. Good. But I'm talking about like the hair, the hair, bro. You can't keep living like that. You gotta grow up. Bro. My shit ain't growing wild, crazy. My but shit whatever, whatever. Right but I'm telling you, whatever inches you got. If you manscape, you're gonna add another two inches. My wife, first time I manscaped, my wife was like, what is that? <laughs> we had all, we already had two kids. She was like, what is that? That's a new one. That's a it, had, it, had, it added about two inches. Because everything what peaks out of that bush. That was the 2021 version. Everything peaks out of the bush. If you get the bush down, then the, then the mongoose is big. Man, you light skinned. You probably got a landing strip and everything. Juice. Juice, juice, you know juice, manscape. Nah, I'm chilling, dog. This sound chilling. <laughs> they young. No, don't shake their hand. They young. 
Bro, clean up. I'm telling you. Keep it clean. Listen, I'm gonna keep this up. Look, I'm good. I'm straight. But you don't want you y'all don't want the mongoose looking out of the bush. I'm good. Appreciate. Yeah, bro, I know you. Oh, you do it too? That's what you said? Man, I'm with y'all, bro. They ain't know what time it is. Freaky Fred from Bell Glaze. He don't know. He don't give a f. He already know what time it is. They don't have razors in Bell Glaze. Yeah, they don't got no lights, no lights, no lights. He know, one of his best teammates from the crib, my little nephew, William Likely. Hey, man, nobody want they mongoose looking at you. Why you like this, though? Why you like this? Why you shit like this? I got blinders on. Fellas, 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 but no, but no, but no. April, we're trying to bring awareness to Testicular Cancer Month. For all us, all us guys, just like the breast cancer with the women, the men, we need to have that thought we take and care understand of yeah. that we need to check ourselves. We don't get checked up, man. We, we don't, don't do get it. checked up. So you need to get checked up. You need to make sure you're safe. Make sure you're safe, not just for you with our selfish ashes, but for your family, for your kids, for your wife. So we need to be aware of this and just put it out there for everybody to respect that and understand that this could save your life. Let's save our lives for our women. Our kids, our families, our moms, our dads, and we had a great conversation today. And let's just be mindful. It's similar of that. to the conversation we had when we said, "Check your ass, man." Like you guys Check get. Your ass. Remember, we had that conversation in season uh, one. I guess this is. I guess this is the wrap of the episode. Let's <laughs> go. No, but it's real. We don't do that as men. Yeah, ass. Yeah. That's how you sound. What is it called? A colonoscopy? Oh. You know what it is. <laughs> you ain't gonna rub on my ass. Women do it once a year. Why we don't do it as men? Let's do it together, me and you. Listen, we all need to participate, man. Like Channing said, you know, we got men, we're selfish sometimes. We're hard-headed. You know, take care of yourself. The code is athlete, all right? So tap in and manscape. And make sure you're doing your checkups daily. All right, women do it. It's time for men to do it too. My wife, my wife done checked my colon. What? <laughs> Grab my things. <laughs> you done, you done checked Check out. Nancy. <laughs> we had to fight to get a meal. Yeah, wrongfully accused. We had to fight to get a pill. That's why we right to get a deal. He on the team. He gotta eat. You know, spike spike the skills. Fat. Keep it riding for the fam. You gotta light the Straight up, but in the past bad, work up in the trash bag. I'll pass a lot to take the test before I pass class. Yeah, and my family needed bread. I had to come correct. That's why I keep airing it out. Imagine earning a degree that prepares you with real skills for the real world. Capella University's programs teach skills relevant to your career, so you can apply what you learn right away. Learn how Capella can make a difference in your life at capella.edu.